انك لا تهدي من احببت ولكن الله يهدي من يشاء Assalamu alaikum tolaiz John Fontaine just before we begin the podcast please make sure you click subscribe and also set your notifications please support on the Patreon account jazakallah khair assalamu alaikum tolaihi wa barakat bismillahir rahmanir rahim assalamu alaikum tolaami John Fontaine we, with the Young Smirks podcast and I'm with the latest TikTok sensation all the way from Cheetham on the Hill in Manchester that's right we're on the young smirts, yeah? yeah? I mean, when people ask me how old are you, I say 39 years young. So yeah. I'm kind of on so the right you, podcast. You're still in the young smirts. We'll I'm let still, you I'm on. You. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. Abu Hafsa, yeah, like we met you here for the first time yeah, that's in it, Gambia. Gambia. So your first time to Africa. Well, not, no, you've been to Egypt. Egypt, yeah. But like sort of West Africa, this is my Sub-Saharan first Sub-Saharan Africa, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we got speaking and... SubhanAllah, we're from the same area. Mm. Like literally live 10 minutes away, but mm. I can't remember meeting you ever. I met you once but, when um, you were on your dawa table outside, Kashim Kare. Oh yeah. Oh, there's John Fontaine, okay. And then obviously I see your video pop up on that, you know yeah. what I mean? And then you did that video in Pakistan when you gave the adhan at Badshai Masjid. Badshai, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a beautiful masjid that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a Whereabouts in Pakistan are you from? I'm from Lahore, that's oh, my end. So that's your masjid. I literally live about 10 minute drive from there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite mosques. Yeah. Because you know, it's built in a way, you know, the mm. old Mughal mosque. Mughal, Mughal area, yeah. See, it's like, it's like <clears> a square <throat> and it's empty in the middle. Yeah, yeah. But if you, if you recite Quran yeah. where the imam is, you don't need uh, the sound system. Yeah. And it echoes all around yeah. Yeah. The, in the, the way it's built. Yeah. It's amazing. That's how old, I think that's why, that's the whole purpose of domes in the first place. No, but there's no dome in that one, is there? No, they've got them big. Um, yeah, but it, what happens if you're stood at the back of the masjid, you mm. know, like it, the square building goes yeah, around, yeah. but in the middle it's empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. echoes around the sides. Right, right, yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. SubhanAllah. Yeah, they were built for that, weren't they? Yeah. So, Abu Hafsa, I wanted to get you on the podcast because I've been on YouTube for about 10 years now. MashaAllah, yeah. Man. And uh, I, I went on Instagram. And then, you know, people are like, yeah, this Snapchat, and I'm like, no. And then they're like, this TikTok, and then there's this, there's that. And I, I just kind of stopped at Instagram. Mm. And it's like, when I first came to Islam, you know, it was standard to watch a one-hour lecture. Yeah. You know, if you're watching something about Islam, you watch an hour, <coughs> an hour lecture. Yeah. And that's how you, that's how you consume, mm. like... Content. Yeah, yeah. And then things change to like five minutes, ten minutes, five minutes, two minutes. Yeah. And now it's like 15, 15 seconds, seconds, you know. Anything more than 15 so seconds. So for me, it was difficult to kind of fit into the TikTok. I never really got it. But you have become a bit of a TikTok sensation. Yeah. And since, I mean, I mean like back in the day when I first started practicing like, what, 2007, and we first, we were eager to learn about the deen, so we'd travel, so we'd get in the car, we'd go to another city, there's a talk there, there's a talk there. We would sit there for an hour plus a Q&A session, and even then we'd be like, ah, it's finished, oh, no, yeah. it's finished. You then know? you have the CDs, the then audio the CDs thing. when you're driving about, and then slowly, slowly, it became a YouTube thing. Okay, there was still long enough, it was a YouTube thing, but now it's just like... 15 seconds, nobody, anything yeah. more than that, they're gone. For me, I couldn't, I just, I don't know, I just... I couldn't see myself going on TikTok. Mm. I just thought, how am I going to be able to convey, mm. 
you know, like a message yeah. in that yeah. short time, that kind of limited thing. So it's quite interesting because I really, bro, I thought TikTok was useless. Mm. But recently I've seen a couple of, uh, a few of the Duarte go on to TikTok. Yeah. I've uh, seen this week, uh, Sheikh McCarthy. He's gone yeah, on to he's TikTok. Yeah, he's gone on now. And, and, uh, and then I found out you were on TikTok giving like reminders. Yeah. So I scrolled through some of your content and it was like, Literally in 15 seconds, you managed to get some little dour things yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. So how did you think about this? How did to it? be honest, bro, so like, so like basically one day I downloaded TikTok and I'm suddenly I'm just coming across Muslims on the TikTok, right? Once you scroll for a bit, it kind of recognizes where you're at. So it starts sending you Muslim content. Now I'm seeing brothers with beards, sisters with hijabs, and they're, they're doing things that are, they have an Islamic kind of tone to it. It's kind of making a mockery of it as well at the same time, mm. you know, Ramadan was about to come, so they're making like videos where it felt like they're taking a mick out of Ramadan a bit. Seriously. And obviously it's, it's a dangerous thing, right, you know, mocking about the deen. And so, we can have a laugh and a joke, that's fine, but when you bring in elements of the deen into it, it's kind of dangerous, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I still, I just left it, I left it, and then one day I'm just scrolling again and I'm seeing Muslims and they're going crazy on TikTok. They're going mad. I won't. And I'm like, what's going on here? And apparently there was a non-Muslim girl. I don't know her name. Like, uh, it was somebody anyway. And she, basically when you make a TikTok video, you can add a sound in the background. Yeah. Right? So this non-Muslim girl, she's put the Quran in the background and she's like sort of dancing to it. She's just dancing to it, you know, on, on, uh, in a room or whatever. And Muslims are going mad all over TikTok. Astaghfirullah, look what she's doing. And this, that, and the other. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay, yeah, it was wrong what she did, right? But then I'm thinking, I'm seeing Muslims on a daily basis on this app, mocking the deen, knowing that it's wrong, right? But then when a girl who probably doesn't know, she probably just thought, ah, oh, this sounds a bit nice. You don't know, innit? She probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. she doesn't know yeah. it's a Quran. She's not like bound by the Sharia like we are, right? To her, it's just yeah, the yeah. sound and she's moving she to it. Know, yeah. It's wrong. But she probably don't even know any better. But Muslims who are supposed to know better, they're mocking the deen on a daily basis. They're mocking the parents on a daily basis. So I'm sat in uh, Tesco car park, parking lot for you Americans, right? And uh, <laughs> I spoke to an American one sometime. I'm in a car park. What's a car park? Well, you know, outside the store. Ah, a parking lot. I go, yeah, that's a parking lot. So anyway, I'm in there. And I had a rant because I was a bit, in a bit of a bad mood anyway. So I just opened it. I'm like, yeah, you guys, you know, you're talking about her, but you're mocking the dean on a daily basis. And I didn't think anything, I didn't think anything was going to come of it. And all of a sudden, I'm getting a lot of people like, yeah, yeah, what you're saying is right, but I was like, where's all these guys coming from? And then I realized that there is a need for like, a, you know, somebody to come on there. Now, I'm not the superhero of TikTok, there's brothers super, that do it. So they, you know what they want? They want a super Mulvey. <laughs> they want a super, super Mulvey. Super yeah, but you know, Hopefully, you know, without, without, without the big bear belly, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, so, so there were brothers, obviously there's other brothers that are doing a much better job than I am. So that, that presence is definitely needed there to kind of, you know, show people that actually what's right and what's yeah. wrong. Because the thing is, is things change so quick. Like, like they say now, like Facebook users hmm. are like 30 and above yeah. year olds. Yeah. There's no one under 30 really entertains no. Facebook. I downloaded Facebook when it first came out. Yeah. You know, unit. and then you got Instagram, and now like most most of these youngsters, you know, under twenty, under twenty two, twenty three, they just TikTok TikTokers. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, and it's like you just got to keep up with what, what's going on. Yeah. And I wouldn't advise people to, if you're not on TikTok, you don't need to go on there. No. You know what I'm saying? I would advise people just don't go on there. Don't go on there. But for someone like yourself who, as you said, there's a need, that like there are people who are on that. So there needs to be certain Everyone's individuals. On it. Everyone's on it, whether to, you like it or not. But I'm shocked that, like, someone, I mean, someone, you know, who looks like you, yeah. you know, you're like a proper Pakistani Maldi, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and you're a bit old older than the, I'm a dinosaur. Than, I'm a dinosaur on that app. crew. I'm I'm, I'm old yeah. for that app. But you've done but you but you accounts like blew up in in, in a good way, not a couple of years, yeah. You know, I mean it's taken time. I mean there's guys that come on there and they'll smash a million in like a week, mm. you know, so it, it's different. But yeah, I mean like for me it was just because everybody needs to do da'wah one way or another. We've all been commanded to mm. command the good and forbid the evil. Yeah. Whatever it is in your capacity. So for me, to be able to work and then to give a little reminder, 15 seconds, 20 seconds, whatever, mm. it, it, it works for me to do it that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's definitely needed there. Like I wouldn't recommend like a like a sheikh to be on TikTok. I mean, yeah. there are some shoes, you know, if you end up on Arab TikTok, there are some, you know, in, yeah. in the Middle East, there are them guys as well. But in the UK and in the West, like if you're a sheikh and you're teaching, it's not really... I don't know. I don't think that it's needed there, but there's definitely a room mm. for people to be there to kind of keep everyone in check. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. and there are brothers that are doing that as well. Yeah. Other brothers as well that yeah. are doing it. And well, seen, we know some mutual friends like Isa from Leeds. Yeah, yeah, mashallah. And, a lot uh, of readers. Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Um, you mentioned Hamza. Hamza, you know Hamza's den. Hamza, yeah, yeah. And he's been he's been on my podcast before. Hamza has he? Yeah, yeah. Isa's yeah, been on before. Yeah, yeah. Jordan's been on before. Actually. Yeah, yeah. And there's a, a brother Ben as well. There's ben, Ben Ikra, yeah. There's like a little TikTok scene. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of Also, Dr. Faraj. A lot of reverts. Yeah, Dr. Faraj, Faraj yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me just you do Show him, show him, man. He's, he's quick, just chilling, a man. Quick shout out over there, Dr. Faraj. <laughs> but yeah, yeah you know, you've got a whole, a, whole kind of, a whole kind of TikTok scene going on. Yeah. And a lot of reverts. And there is benefit. There is, there is benefit. You know, I was very quick to write it off in the beginning. But seeing brothers like yourself, you know, Dr. Faraj and uh, a few of the others yeah, yeah. who are coming with them positive reminders. Mm. And, Bro, there's uh, such a big opportunity for Dawah there as well. Actual Dawah, you know. Yeah. You, if you just think of Speaker's Corner, right? Yeah. On TikTok, because you can go on live on TikTok, right? Mm. And you can open up your lives to anybody. So anybody, you can... Sort of make a green screen in the background, like with a mm. screenshot, just write something like, you know, God is one, he's not three, come yeah. and debate me. And you'll get random Christians yeah. coming on and debating, you know what I mean, yeah. and, and, and debating so theology. Tell us some of the and a lot of people, yeah. they're watching. He said a few people have accepted Islam on there. Yeah, loads, loads. Yeah. There's Brother Adil on there, that, that he does a lot of lives and he does a lot of debates with Christians and, uh, yeah. and whatnot, you know. And mashallah, that's shahadas all the time. Even me, bro, it's like, They'll watch your videos, and my videos are not really debate or refuting Christians. They're not mm. them type of videos. I'm just putting out like, say this when you go to the bathroom, when you come out, say this, and blah, blah. You know, simple. Don't do this, do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, simple stuff. But people, yeah. like non-Muslims, they're interested in that as well. So yeah. they'll message you on Instagram saying, oh, wow, you know, I didn't know these things. It's really interesting. And then mm. you can start a conversation with them on Instagram, mm. and they start, and then they take the shahada. Mashallah. Yeah, they're Mashallah. just people are curious about Islam. Yeah. So, so when you started um, this uh, TikTok, did you start in the lockdown or was it? Have you been yeah, going for longer? Yeah, it was lo lockdown. Is it because of lockdown you started? Or? 
because of lockdown, because I wasn't working, I had a lot more time. Mm. So I did it, you know. Mm. Had that not happened, I don't think I or many of the brothers would yeah. have. Because TikTok the, blew up because of even, the lockdown. Even YouTube, to be honest, I mean, you know, since the lockdown, mm. you know, there's, there's like a whole a whole kind of wave mm. of new YouTubers yeah. and uh, Instagrammers. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like a new thing. You know, because people got a lot more time. People just wasting a lot more time online and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's interesting how things change in it. Like you say, don't forget, even like because of the the, the way TikTok works. Instagram caught onto that and Instagram has created its own version of TikTok called Instagram yeah. Reels. So people are yeah. kind of growing their accounts on, on Instagram just by posting the yeah. TikTok that they've made yeah. onto Instagram Reels and they get an audience there as well. I yeah. mean, that's, that's what I've done. Yeah. And, and yeah, and, and YouTube clocked yeah. onto it and that's why they've got their version, which is yeah. YouTube Shorts. Yeah. It's, the, it's the quick 15 second, yeah. 20 second reminders. Mm. Boom. People are gone. I mean, yeah, you've so <coughs> you set up your TikTok, you know, inshallah, may Allah benefit you know, the people mm. and you use you to benefit the people, I mean. Yeah. And also you've had the opportunity to actually get involved in some charity work as well. Bro, you're, yeah, you're so here in Gambia. I'm here in Gambia. I would um, never have dreamed mm. ever in my life to come to yeah. Gambia. Like just a quick shout out to Brother Abu Bakr and Abu Bakr mashallah at the spot, uh, spot, spot project. Um yeah. Check them out. We'll put the links below. Yeah, Spot Project. Work they, here, they're working in Gambia and also the UK, and they're going to be working. I've heard also in other countries soon yeah. as well. Yeah. And you know, Subhanallah. You know, you through your TikTok, you managed to actually support them, yeah. raise some funds, help the orphans, yeah. help the poor people and needy. But how was it for you actually to come out to Africa to see where the funds are going and and actually experience Sub-Saharan Africa? How was, how was your first experiences? Uh, bro, I actually thought it was going to be roasting hot 24 hours a day. And it wasn't that, you know what I'm saying? But it is a different experience for me. You know, what was you in. expecting before you came? To be honest, it wasn't much different to, 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 to what I've seen. Because obviously you see a lot on TV as yeah. well, do you know what I mean? But the main thing for me was like the weather, you know what I mean? But then yeah. when we went to that village yesterday as well, I saw a lot how, okay, there's poverty. There's poverty, but for those guys in that village, it, it kind of looked like for them that was normal. Yeah. And because of that, I saw them kids and they're smiling, they're playing, yeah. you know, they're wrestling. And, you know, like in, in the UK, if you've got a brother or sister, you'll be snatching the, uh, the PlayStation controller off each other's hands. Yeah. These kids, I saw them, they were, they were snatching a, a plastic bottle. Like, you know, that's mine, that's mine. They're playing yeah. with that and they're happy. Yeah. Obviously, they, they, they and, need and water and things like that. You know, like I've that. seen a video... Uh, you know Adnan Rashid? Yeah. He's, he was in uh, Tanzania right now. Mm. Is, is that now, yeah? Yeah, and he put, he posted a video. There's like three African kids mm. sat there and he gave one of them a bottle of Coke. Mm. Instantly, mm. this kid starts sharing it with the others. Mashallah. He's got the, the top of the Coke, right? Mm. And they're pouring it out like that and they're sipping it and passing it around. Look at that. And Adnan was nearly in tears. Like, yeah. He's like, look at this. Yeah. You know, instantly sharing. Can you imagine in the UK? People don't share, <laughs> don't share nothing. Greed, in it, bro. Greed, greed. The so, more you get, the more you want. You know, you really, you really uh, come back to uh, the important things in life when mm. you see. I think in the West, you know, just living in concrete jungles, yeah. technology. Yeah. We get a bit detached from the world. We don't see where our food comes from. We don't see, you know, uh, nature. Yeah. 
you know, and, and we get detached from the real world and the important things in life, like family. Yeah. You know, like being... Family is breaking You see, up. everyone eats together yeah. on a plate. Yeah. You know, in England, English people don't have that. The, the, the bonding is there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? When you come and you sit together and you eat and you talk. Yeah. In the UK, bro, before they took out the extended family, now they're taking out the nuclear family. And now it's just about you and, and just your, your, your life and you'll have a little apartment somewhere. You might have one kid. You know, population is in decline in that way, you know, and, and, and society is just messed up. Mm. Here, okay, they didn't have the, 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 the water, access to water and education mm. and, and, you know, the, the McDonald's and things like that, but they got the happiness. Yeah. That I didn't see any of them when I went to that village. I looked at them and think, you know what, they're depressed. No one looked depressed. No. Never, you never. go to the UK, you'll see a guy driving about in his Ferrari, and then when you have a conversation with him in the gym or whatever, yeah. You can tell it's not right. That's why suicide is so high there. Yeah. You know, one thing that, that I like seeing, like just how far Islam has spread throughout yeah. the world. Yeah, you were saying you know, that. I mean, Islam's been in Africa, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds mm, of years, yeah. you know. There was big Islamic empires here. Yeah. yeah. The empire of Ghana, right? Yeah. It stretched from like where modern Ghana is today yeah. to like here. Yeah. You know, you had like the big empires in Nigeria, you know, stretching over the Mansa Musa empire. That's right. Yeah. You know, he was it, like the richest man yeah, ever, wasn't ever, he? Yeah. And, yeah. and Islam's been here yeah. since very early on in Islam, yeah. you know, and there's a massive scholarship here. They, they, you know, they're very, it's big scholars in Africa. Yeah. You know, Unfortunately, that information isn't out there yeah. though, you know, because there yeah. is a perception of like, yeah. they're not that many Muslims. Like anytime somebody talks about Muslims in Africa, they're just yeah. thinking about Somalia, you know what exactly. I mean? But they don't really think about this. West side. Africa, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was one thing that shocked me. I've said yeah. it many times. Yeah. Like, um, you know, when I first came to Africa, seeing black Muslims. Yeah. That for me, I never, yeah, never associated Islam with black people. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always thought it was like a Pakistani thing, or mm. not even an Arab thing. For me, it was like just Pakistani. That's because of where you live, in it. Yeah. In, my, in in the UK, yeah. like all the Muslims in your community, ninety nine point nine percent. I've always been Pakistani. Yeah. Then slowly, slowly, Libyans came yeah, and started, you know, coming in that community. And but it's it's good, you know. I mean, do you think you it's kind of sparked your desire or want to kind of explore the world a bit more? I do want to explore the world a bit more. I wish I could help the world a lot more. And I say to everyone that if you've got a platform, because it's a lot easier to have a platform now than it was when it was just YouTube or just mm. Twitter. If you've got the ability to if you've got an influence and if you've got a platform, yeah. okay, yeah, you know, you can benefit yourself in whatever way you want, but make sure you're using that to also benefit people out there. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what, sometimes, I was saying this, I can't remember who I was speaking to before, when, when, you, when you do a good deed in private, okay, you might just open the Quran and you recite for a bit. You can be pretty confident that you did that for the sake of Allah. Allah knows best whether it's going to be accepted, right? But, when you're doing good work or da'wah or anything which is in the public sphere, you're constantly battling with yourself. Yeah. You, you have to really dig deep in your heart. Am I really doing this for the sake of Allah? Yeah. Or am I doing it for the views and the likes? And you know, and you have to really dig deep. And sometimes you, yeah. you don't know. It's yeah. easy for me to say, yeah, I'm doing all this for the sake of Allah. Yeah. But you don't know deep down, day of judgment yeah. comes, they might just get blown away. So, so how do you manage that? How do you... What so you I was... Do I, was the, I actually read a fatwa, I think it was from Sheikh Bin Baz when somebody said that, you know, 
I want to command the good and forbid the evil, but I'm scared that I might fall into showing off a riyah, which is a type of shirk, right? Mm. And the shaykh said, no, that, that's from the shaitan as well. You know, there's one thing showing off with your good deeds, and there's one thing not doing the good deeds because you fear that you might end up showing off because that's also from the shaitan. Yeah. We've been commanded to do the commanding the good yeah, and yeah. forbidding the evil. So we just do it and so you just still do the act. deed. You still do the good yeah. deed, but check your intentions all the time. Yeah. You need to do that. You need to make yeah. that act. You know, another thing, because you know, literally people are just becoming famous on YouTube. You know, not YouTube, on social media, yeah, you know. Like literal yeah. massive stars, right? Like famous. Yeah. And um one thing I say is, and I heard this many years ago, is like whatever you do in public, mm. you know, of course hope that it's accepted. Yeah. But take it as if it's not. Yeah. You know, and do things that are private. Yeah. You know, make sure you have some deeds where mm. it's just between you and Allah. That's it. You know the famous hadith about giving, you know, with the right hand and the left hand doesn't even know, yeah. you know, what's being given. Mm. That kind of concept of yeah. hiding your good deeds, yeah. having something between you and Allah. Yeah, definitely. You know, because as you said, <coughs> yeah, you know, social media, we hope and we ask Allah to accept mm. our public yeah. deeds yeah. Um, and accept our, you know, and, and, and clear, clean our intentions, mm. our niyyah. But at the same time, you know, <laughs> at the same time, you know, uh, don't not do it. Mm. This is a big mistake some people do. They're like, oh, no, I don't know if I'm sincere, so I'm going to stop. Yeah. No, don't stop. Keep doing Keep it. Keep doing it. You know, and uh, yeah. You have to renew that intention, bro. You've got to renew that intention. Definitely. Don't stop. So we got we got Dr. Faraj here just uh, yeah. saying Amin, Amin, Amin. May Allah give us uh, pure intentions. MashaAllah. Look, <laughs> let, me, let me just let me just uh, you know zoom in a bit, you know, make sure your knee is right. <laughs> oh, we're joking. Well yeah, mashallah, you know, it's it's interesting how things 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 move fast. Yeah. And uh so Without going into too much detail, I don't want you to, you know, say too much. Mm. But before you mentioned, you started practicing it like 2007. Yeah. Roughly, so I kind of wanted to just dig a bit into that. I don't want to go too deep. Just yeah. what inspired you to, without going, you know, yeah, say yeah. whatever you feel, yeah, yeah. you know, to basically, you know, what do you mean by you you started practicing it 2007? So I was born into a Muslim family, right? I was born mm. and raised in the UK. And my parents were good parents, mashallah. They've given me a lot of love. And, you know, I didn't have any mm. reason to be a, a rebel. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, but, Are they, did they did they move from Pakistan <coughs> or were they born yeah. in the UK? Yeah, yeah. So my dad came over in 1966 and my mum a couple of years later. And I was born in 1982. And then I was born, I was, I was raised, I went to school and everything like that. But then you hit the teenage years, you start meeting people and you get caught up in madness and, you know. But then there were always a few group of friends. We, we spoke about one of them before, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and, and they'd advise you, you know what I'm saying? Because they were on it, mashallah. They were on the dean from when they were young. Yeah. And they'd advise you and you'd take it on board, you'd be interested and you wouldn't disrespect them. You, know, you know what's funny, actually? SubhanAllah is... It, that the same guy was also had an effect advising me. That's what I'm saying. Look yeah. at that. But them, them, them brothers have got away with their words. Subhanallah. Look at that, bro. 
Do you know what I'm saying? That's crazy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allahu Akbar. Yeah, mashallah. They were always, they were always good like that, you know. Subhanallah. And you have to be humble, though. You have to admit, yeah. you know, uh, you have to take advice of people, even yeah, if you're on a madness right now, right? Yeah. When somebody's coming to give you advice, just just take the advice, because at the time, you might be a bit, leave me alone. Mm. But you know when you're lying in bed on your own at night, you'll hear it, don't you? You hear them. You it's hear ringing that in your head. It's yeah. ringing in your head. I always you say know. that about non-Muslim dawah yeah. as well. Yeah. That at the time, the non-Muslim might look like they don't care, yeah. but they won't be able to sleep at night. Yeah. It, yeah. They start thinking. It plays. It plays on your mind, you yeah, know, because yeah. you. you it, you need to take on that advice because, like, like I said, you know, when you're in bed at night, it, it does play in your mind, mm -hmm. and eventually, it will kind of be that 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 kind of that trigger for you to kind of think, you know what, that's it now. Stop messing mm -hmm. about and and um, deep down, you know what they're saying is right. Yeah, people know that worshiping Allah is the right thing to do. But the problem nowadays, bro, is like, I mean, that's obviously like you know the the, the non-Muslims that are thinking about Islam. One thing I've noticed now is like, you know, like when we were growing up and we were doing whatever we were doing, we knew it was wrong. And we had this intention, inshallah, one day it'll all stop and we'll, we'll rectify mm -hmm. ourselves. Now I've noticed is that the people aren't recognizing that that thing itself is wrong. They're justifying it now, Islamically, which is worse. Because now you're going to spend the whole of your life doing that thing, thinking it's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That repentance isn't going to be there anymore. Yeah. And that's something that you see on TikTok a lot. You know what? A, a hadith comes to mind. <coughs> and the, the Prophet said um, regarding um, the, the weakest, uh, you know, the, the strongest of Iman, uh, the one, uh, you know, uh, if you see an evil, mm. uh, change it with your hand. Mm. Yeah, if you can't change it with your hand, change it with your tongue. Mm. If you can't change it with your tongue, at least hate it in your heart. Yeah. Right? These days, they don't even hate it in the heart. Because you think and, it's and allowed. And the hating in the heart was the weakest of Iman. Yeah, yeah. Right? These days, it's like, not only do they not hate it in the heart, we don't even see that it's a bad or evil thing. No, no. We don't even That's notice happening. it. You know, I've said this many times, bro, but I'm going to repeat it. Mm. A reminder is from, you know, a good benefit to the people. Yeah. But I've said this before. I, I, I traveled from Kuwait once with my, my, my sheikh to Dubai. Mm. When we reached Dubai airport, he started crying. Yeah. I said, Sheikh, what's wrong? He said, look at the alcohol. He's crying in the duty free. Yeah. He's crying because in Kuwait, there's no alcohol. Yeah. He's crying because he's seen alcohol. He's just because he saw alcohol. Not a bar. Yeah. I'm talking about duty free. SubhanAllah. The bottles and the thing. Yeah. So when he was walking through the airport, he saw he just it. He started crying. Yeah. Because he's noticed the, the evil. We just walk past it. We don't it's even nothing. see it. Yeah. We see, I'm sorry to say it, but we see half-naked women on the streets mm. in Manchester. Yeah. We don't even see that anymore. No, no. The, the weird thing is that now, sometimes you're walking through Manchester, there are people hardly wearing clothes, but we don't even see it. No, no. You, you don't know, notice if, it. If a woman normal. took a hijab off in, in say, Mecca, yeah. people would be like, you know, just seeing the woman's hair yeah, would be yeah, fitting, right? Yeah, yeah. But we're so exposed to like these evils, we mm. don't even see them anymore. No, that's true. That's crazy, isn't it? It's true. It's true. Subhanallah. That's true. So, um, Subhanallah. So, when you were seventeen, no, sorry, two thousand and seven. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Roughly you then. just that was it. Yeah. So to be honest, for me, it was like I went on holiday. I went on holiday to Tunisia. That was my first time going to. A Arab 
Muslim country. And like I said, you know, you have a certain perception in your mind of what yeah. different parts of the world are going to be like. Like I said about Africa before, I had like an, a perception of Arab countries. In my head, it was going to be Deen, really Arabic, Quran. Yeah. I, I thought that, you know what I'm saying? And it ended up not being like that when I got there, put it yeah. this way. You know, it was like, it was crazy. It was yeah. crazy. And it's like, obviously, I went there because I wanted to have a lot of fun, you know what I'm saying, with my boys. Yeah. Uh, but one of the guys that came with me, he was actually on the Dean as well. Yeah. And he was always advising me as well. One of them brothers that wanted to advise, he was always advising me. He came with us. And we went there. And I'm saying to my mate, that same religious guys, oh, look at these guys, man. They're supposed to be Muslims. They're Arabs. They understand the Quran. And look what they're doing. Like This was in Tunisia, in, in one of them yeah. holiday resort yeah, type yeah, of yeah. places. And like I'm seeing like prostitution everywhere and I think it's mm. like these are Muslims, look what they're doing. Mm. And my man's looking at me like smirking a bit, like you know what I mean? That young like, smirk, yeah. Yeah, young smirking at me. <laughs> right? And and I'm thinking as well, like I know what you're thinking, bro. I know what you're thinking, you know. So he's looking at you thinking, he's looking what are you at talking me about, as well, bro? like, well, how can you talk? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You might not be doing what they're doing, but you do other things as well. Now you can't get up and change what they're doing, but you mm. can change what you're doing, innit? Yeah. Right, I, I, but to be honest, it's like I was at that stage in my life, and I thought, you know what? That's true, man. You know, like if we, if we want to make changes in the ummah, it has to start at home with yourself. Yeah. So for me, at that point, I thought, right, that's it. I'm done. You know what I'm saying? No more smoking. No f that point was my like. I threw down. I put down everything that I had in my hand. I said, right, that's it. I'm done now. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, it's the deen now because it was always there in the back of my mind. That one day, inshallah, and I think that this was my. One day, inshallah, moment. You know what I mean? It was here yeah. now. If I wanted to see a change in the ummah, it had to come from me first. Like, no point me sitting there pointing the finger at next man and saying, yeah. oh, look at them guys when, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So then the next day, um, we had one more night left in Tunisia. So every night we'd be going out partying, right? Mm. This one night was left, right? And then after that one night, the next morning, we were going to go home back to Manchester. So that one night, it was time in the evening to go out again. And a couple of other guys that were with us, they went out. And for me, at that point, it was a case of, we've got one more night. So what? It's just one more night. Let's go out and chill. Yeah. And then tomorrow we'll go back to England and just start practicing then. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I could have done that because it was one night. I'm there anyway. Yeah, yeah. But then I thought that now nah, because I need to prove to myself that I'm serious about this commitment. SubhanAllah. So, so I'm saying to the guy that was with us, the, the, the religious guy that I said about, he never went out, he just used to stay in the hotel. And I said to him as well, and he's looking at me like, what are you going to do now? Are you going to go out, because you're here anyway, or are you going to you know, live up to what you were saying? I didn't go out. I said, boys, I'm not going out. They go, what, you got one last night here, man. Mashallah, you know, chill out. I go, nah, bro, because I know if I go out now, it's, it's not going to stop. So for me, I had to test myself and prove myself to myself yeah. that I can do it. And then when I came back, then Alhamdulillah, you know, and even praying that day, that same day, yeah. like in the daytime, Zohar came, Asr came, I could have been like, oh, do you know, I'll start praying when I go to England because I'm on holiday yeah. now. It's a bit inconvenient. But you started it on holiday. But I started on holiday. Allah I started on holiday. MashaAllah. You know what I mean? Like, we don't, we don't, the thing is, like, this is what I'm talking about. When you're, when, you're, when you're telling people these things, you hope that you're doing this to inspire other people. 
Yeah. But then you're still battling with yourself inside that. I just done this to show off. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm not doing this to show off. Yeah, yeah. And it's not coming across that way. No, no, it's, it's not. just to let other people yeah, know yeah. that it, it can be done. Yeah. You know? And I see yeah. loads of people. And then I came to Egypt, and that was the first time I met Abu Bakr. Yeah. About a year, the guy, the brother who runs Spot. Yeah. And these were the first time I'm meeting reverts to Islam now. And they've yeah. come to Egypt to learn Arabic. Because you, you spent some time in Egypt learning Arabic, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was like the, the following year. So no, the same year when when I, when I started, you know, started taking. Sorry, my... just stop a minute. Just does anyone want to donate to get some new batteries for this smoke alarm? <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> the smoke alarm. It's been, it's been going off. It's annoying me. It's going off. This is annoying. Look, there we go. It's Where letting, is you know? it? I don't even know. Go on, go. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So. Um... So you went to Egypt that yeah, following so, year. Yeah. So no. So that year I came back. And I'm started praying now. Mum mm. seeing that I'm, you know, I'm starting to take my dean a bit more seriously. Mm. She's happy now, you know what I'm saying? And um, I started watching talks on TV, you know what I'm saying? And, and started to try and keep myself motivated because at that point, I didn't want to come back and start hanging about with the boys I was hanging about with mm. before going on holiday. Yeah. Because that would have meant I'm just going to sit in the car watching them, you know, smoke whatever they're smoking and I'm just going to sit there like that. And it was only going to be a matter of time before... Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? So they understood. Alhamdulillah, I like, I'm saying to like boys, look, I, I'm trying to change my ways now. Mashallah. I can't hang about right now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they understood though. Mashallah. That was a good thing. Like they they respected man for that, you know. And they said, No, bro, do you know what? You do your thing because you're doing the right thing. Mashallah. They knew I was doing the right thing, so they were supportive. Mm. So they said, Do your thing. And um so yeah, that same year I started, you know, watching lectures on TV and stuff. Yeah. And then um I'm seeing, uh, who was it now? It was, uh, I can't remember who it was on TV. He started talking about Hajj. And I looked at my mum, and uh, Hajj was in about three months' time. I said, Mum, mm. let's go and Hajj. Inshallah. Yeah, so we went to Hajj that yeah. year as well. Alhamdulillah, me oh, and my mum for the first time. And she was the happiest that she's ever been that she's going to Hajj. And she's going with her, with her son for the first time. So me and her, they went to Tawaf. And it was just a next level Hajj experience, you know. Inshallah. She must have been proud of you, man. She was, she was. She was over the moon, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, moms want to see that. And just imagine, it? like, you know, because we've got children, right? Imagine yeah. our children yeah. asking us, do you want to go hide? Yeah, sure You're proud of your children. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. For, the, for it to come from them. Yeah, yeah. Mashallah. Especially the way I was, you know? Yeah. And then to, from that. And did, did she see the change in you as well? She saw it. She yeah. saw it. Obviously, there was a, in them days, there was that concern as well that, well, where's all this coming from? You know what I mean? So I had to kind of show that, look, I'm mellow, I'm not about the... the, the, the That's the thing, you know, you know, what I've noticed with like people who are born into Islam, yeah. who start practicing, yeah. sometimes it's harder for you guys who are born into Muslim families, when you start practicing, yeah. whether a sister puts hijab on, yeah, yeah. or a brother grows a beard, then the family, Muslim yeah. families, yeah, sometimes yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, he's becoming an extremist. Yeah. He's becoming... Did you get some of I that? I had that, I had that a lot. So my beard yeah. started coming out. Why are you growing your beard? All right, you started praying. Yeah. Why do you need to grow your beard? To be honest, there is this perception as well that you don't actually need to grow your beard. Yeah. You know, in a, 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 yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. actually know that actually the beard is like you have to keep a beard. Sunni, yeah. Prophet Sallallahu yeah, Alaihi commanded yeah. us, right? Yeah. Grow your beard, trim your mustaches. Yeah. So, like, but then there is that concern that is he, is he going a bit, is he going a bit hardcore now? Do you know what's going on? So, I, obviously, it took a bit of convincing that, nah, man, I'm not about that. You know, I, I just want to, I just want to get on with my deen. So, uh, but it does happen, man. The, yeah. when, a, when a sister wants to start wearing hijab or jilbab, often, like, we talk about how, you know, they get the, uh, this negative energy from the non-Muslims in the, yeah. in the community. 
But actually, most of the the hate or the the, the remarks come from your own sort of relatives sometimes. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying, what's he doing that for? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, like, no. what? You know, we're Muslims as well. We don't yeah. do that. Why are you doing that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, so you have to you have to uh, go through it, man. So yeah, we went on Hajj, and then the next year, a, uh, a brother Ibrahim. I don't know if you know Ibrahim actually, right? He he said she will go Egypt to learn Arabic for a bit. Mm. So I said, yeah, let's go then, <laughs> you know, because uh, yeah. I, I was eager, I wanted to learn. So we went, spent some time there, learned, and and that's when I met Abu Bakr as well. And how, how, was, how was your time in Egypt? It was good, man. It was good because that was like my first time after Tunisia going, you know, going out. Did you have a more positive experience there? Yeah, because I felt like, because what it was in Tunisia, we went to a holiday resort. Yeah. And that's made for tourists, mm. you know what I'm saying, especially Western tourists. Mm. Whereas when you go to Egypt, I went to Cairo, like that's the city with the most mosques in the world, mm. right? You know what I'm saying? And you're hearing the Adhan, so I felt that there was a lot more deen in mm. Cairo, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And uh, so yeah. if, if I felt a lot better going there, and then obviously we were there to learn Arabic, and you know, you're mingling with people from a different culture now, and Inshallah. you know, you're seeing, uh, you're seeing things differently, so it, it was good, man. It was a good experience, you know what I'm saying? So, and, meeting, and meeting converts there, because mm. these were the first time, these were the first brothers that I met that were converts mm. to Islam, or reverse, you know, whichever word you like, right? Mm. And, and they're there, and they're dedicated to the deen, like, mm. they, they, they become Muslim, bam, they want to learn Arabic, they want to learn Quran, and, and I'm looking at it like, we were giving Islam on a plate, right? Yeah, yeah. And we didn't show that kind of dedication. Uh, mashallah, these brothers are here, so it inspires you even more to want to yeah. carry on. So when you when you started practicing yeah. in where you're from in Manchester, I know the area you're from. There's quite a lot of different yeah. uh, Islamic groups, sects, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mosques, different yeah. kind of understandings of Islam. Yeah. How did you kind of maneuver around that and kind of find your way and become a bit more balanced? And you know, yeah. how was that in the beginning? So when you first start practicing, you have to really question, you know, things like that you've been told, because there's a lot of culture. That isn't necessarily Islam. Some of it is, some of it isn't, mm. and you have to try and kind of you know go into it and try and see which which part is actually culture, which isn't, and then you ask questions. And you ask questions from these guys. You ask questions from these guys, and you know you you want to form an opinion based on facts. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then so you, you you've got to do that. You have to do that. You have to go through that journey, and often you end up having to reject some of the practices that you were brought up doing, even when you were practicing. There were certain things that you still did, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, you do get a bit of a backlash for that as well. Like, what are you doing, bro? Mm. This is not what we do. But you know, at the end of the day, like when you mm. when you do that research, you have to follow what 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 actually appears to be the truth, right? Yeah. So I say, you know, one thing for me because I'm coming from a Christian background, mm. you know, I. Could, couldn't trust Christianity at all. You know, it had no basis. Yeah. So when I found Islam and it has the Quran mm. and the, the Sunnah, you know, the Hadith mm. clearly giving us, you know, telling Guided, us and showing yeah. us how to practice and, yeah. and be a Muslim. Yeah. And then when I first came to Islam, I'm just seeing that different groups doing this, doing that, which yeah. kind of going against what I'm reading. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and it's like, um, you know, so it's just like, you know, if you've been raised yeah. in, in a certain community who are doing certain things, yeah. sometimes when you kind of come away from that, yeah, yeah. it's like a backlash, right? Yeah, like, big time. Yeah, Some yeah. people don't want to give me salams anymore. Relatives, yeah. they don't want to give me salams anymore. 
<clears throat> like I'm not even Muslim anymore for some people, you know. That's how it is sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, like you were brought up and being told that, you know, those guys over there, well, watch out for them because they're X, Y, and Z and they believe in X, Y, and Z. So stay away from them. And yeah. you're growing up, you go, we these guys, you know what I'm saying? But then you end up coming across them and you sit with them and you chat to them and say, listen, I've heard you guys believe these things. Yeah. Is it true? Often you'll find that actually it wasn't true. It was probably exaggerated yeah. or it wasn't true at all. Or if it was true, there's evidence for it. Yeah. Right. So then you go back to the original guys and say, right, well, this is what they said now. Right. Um, yeah. What do you have to say to that? And when, if their answer is just name calling, right, mm. you know they've got something to hide. Yeah. And them guys are more than likely, you know, they're giving you the sunnah to follow then you just got to make that move, man. Yes, yeah, you know I'm saying? But then you do get the backlash with it. Yeah. The more closer you are to Tawheed, the mm. more of a black backlash you'll get. So what are some of the things you've witnessed? Because you've been in Pakistan many times, haven't you? Pakistan, yeah. yeah. What are some of the things you've kind of witnessed that... In terms of the deen? Yeah, which you like, where that's not like right in Islam. I think, I think like, again, before I was practicing, Mm. A guy that I knew there, he's a friend of mine, he took me on Thursday nights. So in Pakistan, there's loads of shrines, mm. shrines of old people that, they were probably pious, I'm not knocking the people that yeah. are in the, the shrines of them everywhere. So the guy said on Thursday nights, they, they, they kind of commemorate these, these shrines and that. Yeah. So I went, I went with him, because yeah. he took me, because it was Thursday night, and when you get there and they're, they're playing the doll, you know the doll? The, yeah. the drums, right? Yeah. And there's a guy spinning around and he's, and he's high on weed and you know, I'm thinking, ah, this, isn't, this isn't Islam. This is before I was even practicing. Yeah. This isn't Islam. Yeah. This, isn't, this isn't our deen. So he took me there anyway. And then we, we walked in, walked in, walked in. We get to the grave and the graves are like, you know, tombed up and there's a yeah. cage. People putting, you know, all sorts on it. Thought, okay, what, what? Then he said, now, the guy said to me, mate, the guy said, this is, like way before I even started researching, the guy said, Mate Dua. I said, What do you mean, Mate Dua? Why do I need to make Dua here? He goes, No, ask him. Ask him, he'll help you out. The guy yeah. telling me, Ask him, he'll help you out. I'm thinking, I said to him now, yeah. and this is a Thursday night when there's loads of these guys and they're really kind of passionate yeah. about this. I said quite out loud, How's he going to help me out? He's dead. I said that obviously in Punjabi, right? Yeah. And his head's turned, and this guy grabbed my hand. Said, let's go. Because if yeah. they grabbed me and they, they heard me say it, if they caught me at that point, I probably would have been dead. Yeah. They're really, really serious about that thing. Mm. So for me, like, and, and like I said, this was before I even started practicing. He just took me there casually. But you know, the fitra, the fitra yeah. knows, right? Yeah. That you call upon Allah alone. So it makes sense to you don't You don't call upon somebody in a grave, you call upon Allah alone. Yeah. You know? And, and I think at that point, the fitra kicked in. But then yeah. I said, too much in front of a crowd yeah. and it could have got ugly really quick yeah like you say a lot a lot of the the, the everyday lay people mm. a lot of them are just following what's going on yeah. they like you know they they don't question it they mm. just go with it like sheep yeah. yeah you know but the the so-called scholars and learned people are the yeah. ones that they know what they're doing mm. that you know that they, they, they're doing these wrong things mm. you know and misguiding people in their mind they think they're doing the right they thing, that this right is Islam. Yeah. They're genuinely in their mind, they don't, they don't think that they're doing something wrong. Yeah. But you know, <clears throat> even, the, even the, uh, the pagans of Mecca during the time of the Prophet mm -hmm. if you ask them, 
you know, they, they, be, they believed in Allah. They believed in Allah. They didn't say that this idol over here created me or they created the heaven. Yeah. Allah mentions this in the Quran when you ask them, you created the heaven and the earth. Yeah. They would say Allah. So they believed in Allah, but they did use these, yeah. right, these idols to kind of get closer yeah. to Allah. Yeah. And the same thing was happening yeah. here with these, with these people of, you know, that were buried. So they genuinely believed they're doing a righteous deed, mm. worship Allah alone. Exactly. Don't commit shirk. This you is know, the message of all the earth. And another thing is, no matter how bad you think you are, yeah. whether you're smoking, drugs, women, whatever, mm. you're still a Muslim. Mm. Don't give up your salah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you, you said to me before when we were having a coffee that that like you, you, you knew this guy who he, he, he would go to the nightclub, but before he goes to the nightclub, he'd, he'd be praying, he'd say, I'm just going to pray Isha. Mm. And people laugh at that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's good. It's better I mean, than the one who doesn't pray exactly. and go to the club. At the end of the day, you know, if you abandon the salah, yeah. this can take you outside of Islam. Yeah, of course. You know, the going to the nightclub doesn't take you outside of Islam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a major sin, etc. Mm -hmm. But keep your salah on point. Yeah. This is my message to the youth. And, and, and this uh, podcast, inshallah, I'm going to release it in Ramadan. Okay. You know, so we're just saying to the brothers and the sisters out there, look, now's your time. Most probably, you're fasting. And, and, and most Muslims, they respect Ramadan and they yeah. take Ramadan seriously. Yeah. Know that this is a month of practice. Mm. You know, get in the habit of doing your salah. You know, just the five daily prayers. Get in the habit yeah. of not missing them. Getting yeah. them on time. Yeah. You know, and if you do miss them, and when you miss them, you might miss one by accident. Mm. Make it up. Yeah. The moment you remember, do it. Yeah. And you will be successful. You, if you do that, you will be guaranteed paradise. Your final destination will be paradise. Every Muslim, everyone who dies as a Muslim is guaranteed their final destination is Jannah. You know, and that's what I want to get through to, to these guys. And, and look, you know, I wasn't a Muslim. I became a Muslim. You, you, you started practicing Islam, what, 13, 14, 15 years ago? Yeah, yeah. Similar time yeah, to I was like 26 to years old at the time. Yeah, yeah 26 years old. Yeah. It's never too late. Never too late. You know, there's a famous scholar. He, he, he became Muslim at the age of 40. Yeah. And he became a scholar. Yeah, subhanAllah. Look at that. Look at the Sahaba. Yeah. Abu Bakr, uh, Umar al-Khattab. Not Umar al-Khattab, but Abu Bakr was, 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 was in it, was 40. Yeah, I, can't, I don't know. When he became, you know, when, when the yeah. Prophet became... Yeah, I don't prophet. know how, but yeah, they, 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 weren't, they weren't basically born into Islam, right? They, 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 it came at a late yeah. stage in their life. Um, Umar was uh, to his late, his late 20s. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're scholars. These are, these are the people we take our Islam from. Yeah. So, you know, just a quick message out there. You know, we hope that you get some benefit from this. You know, we're not just here to entertain. No, no, no. You know, we, we want people to benefit from what yeah. we're saying. Yeah. And hopefully we can cook some of them little short ones out and put them on your TikTok. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Inshallah. 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 Just before we go, bro, I wanted to give a shout out to your, your beard oil. Yeah, Abu Beard. Abu Beard. Father of Beards, yeah. Check it out on uh, Instagram. Yeah. We'll put the link below as well, Abu Beard. Yeah. And I'm not just saying this, but seriously, I've used the the oil. Yeah. And I like it, mashallah. Yeah, alhamdulillah. So I know, I know I get a lot of uh, messages asking yeah. me, how do you uh, keep yeah, your beard? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. check out Abu Beard, inshallah. <laughs> so, bro, Barakallah it's a pleasure people. having you, man. It's been a pleasure, man. And, it's been a pleasure. Uh, it's just good to catch up and... 
you know, when it comes to Manchester, we have to. Well, we have to look up, man. I can't believe that we've we've lived in the same city. We're yeah. from the same city. The first time we properly met is in Gambia. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. So uh, I'll let you uh, show me some of the nice restaurants on Cheatham Road. Yeah, Shani. man, definitely, definitely, bro. It's not Ramadan for us, but by the time this video comes out, inshallah, it'll be in Ramadan. Yeah. So I ask Allah to accept your fast in Ramadan Ameen. and uh, make lots of dua and remember me in your dua as well. Ameen, inshallah. Inshallah. Salam alaikum. Wa alaikum